0: Previously, on Vultures... Nile Tennyson, surveillance specialist for Vulture private investigations. As the hunt continues for the murderer of Basil McGuire, we got separated in Wisteria Lodge Hotel. There's all manner of mystery afoot. Can we catch a killer? Yeah, hopefully. This is Vultures episode 13, for Blind Mice. Since I separated from my fellow detectives, I knew I needed to get the best disguise I could. And what better disguise in a hotel than that of a hotel porter? (laughs) Oh yeah, no one ever suspects the hotel porter. It was after 8pm. The bar was very quiet. Where was everybody? Jadier Dupin's voice came out over the... intercom? Tannoy. Thank you detectives for bearing with us in this difficult time. Once we snare the killer amongst you, you'll be free to go. And let's bang this silly little notion about this being a competition between detectives on the head. Now, all of you relax, and don't even think about trying
1: to escape. Mwah!
0: Some of the Wisteria Lodge staff sat playing Jenga in the corner, availing of the lax smoking attitude during this lockdown. (coughs) I took their glasses, and not once did they realise I wasn't one of their own. There was one solitary barman. He was old, frail, and used his walking stick to mix cocktails. Outside the bar window, I could see the guard of cars at the entrance and wait for the killer to be flushed out. Yes, this was a lock-in. A lock-in of death! Ned Savage was sat at the bar talking animatedly to the mystery writer Kate Marple.
1: Dammit, Marple, admit it. You drugged me, stole my van keys and let me wake up bare but hoxed, handcuffed to Jack Street.
0: Ned, I did no such thing. We were having a wonderful chitter-chatter about the Tidy Towns competition and you started to feel a bit woozy. Woozy?
1: Woozy? Listen to me, lady. You were going around swamp-donkeying any man with a halfway decent haircut. Swamp-donkeying? You heard me. A broad who crawls around at a bar at the end of the night and commandeers any drunk punks she can find.
0: But Ned, the young lady at the bar took you up to your room. What? Yes, that blonde-wigged barmaid.
1: But she didn't put me in my room. She put me in the stiff's room.
0: Wait! The young one stole your van keys. Jenison! Shh, I'm disguised. As a hotel porter, the greatest disguise of all.
1: I am in awe of your disguise, you beautiful man.
0: Thanks. Look, what's in your van that someone might want?
1: Waste disposal gear, pellet gun, four-man tent. Oh, and a stunning array of black bin liners. I reported a theft to the five O by shouting at them out the window. Then, that meat-headed security man, Murdoch, shouted back that my van was still there. Tennyson, make yourself more covert by going behind the bar and getting me another whiskey. And a pack of scampi fries. Wait a
0: minute, Ned. What number room are you in?
1: Don't you dare, Marple. Just tell her, dammit. Seven. Why would you hit me, Tennyson? Why? We up there now. There's your whiskey and your scampy fries. Thank you, Dennis.
0: Golly gumdrops. Basil's room is number six. You're right next door to him.
1: They wanted access to boat rooms. You think that barmaid was framing me?
0: There he is! The killer. I win! I win the competition! Jupan had entered with a dickening of detectives in tow. The bullish Murdoch roughly collared Ned. Don't collar him so roughly, Mr. Murdoch!
1: Don't tell me how to collar, Miss Marple. I've been collaring since you were in... short pants.
0: How did you know my mother dressed me in short pants?
1: Listen up, you scum! I might have zero tolerance for litter louts, but believe me, the only thing I murder is a bottle of bush mills after a hard day of cleaning the streets.
0: The murder weapon was found in your room, savage. The candlestick
1: that you killed Maguire with. Damn it, man, come on! Do I look like some dodgy two-bit criminal?
0: It was looking bad for Ned. Take him down to the cellar for questioning. No one leaves his hotel until we get the story straight. And with that, they carted Ned off. Marple followed after protesting. He got swamp donkeyed, I tell you, swamp donkeyed.
1: An excuse as old as the hills, Marple.
0: Then they were gone. The hotel staff who were playing Jenga stood up. Lads, there's near a rafflecopter on the horizon. Janine, listen. You disguised yourself as hotel staff. Well, we are masters of disguise.
1: Disguises? Yep, sure.
0: I couldn't believe it. The old barman dropped his walking stick and turned around to reveal himself as
1: Jack Street. No one ever suspects the hotel staff. Alright lads, I'm not convinced This Ned. Let's solve this mystery. Hey, we're at the bar on our own. Who's for a few jelly shots? I
0: warned you, Jack.
1: Saz, lad, we don't trust you. Not no more. Oh, but I said I'm sorry for stealing your invites. Do you know what solves mysteries, Jack? Trust.
0: And also evidence.
1: Ah, lads, you're breaking me little snitching heart.
0: And with that we left Jack Street's sad little face behind. I felt sorry for him, but he needed to learn a lesson in trust. My mind was racing. Did Ned really kill Basil McGuire? Who else is behind all of this? There are many questions to be answered and limited airtime.
1: To be continued in the next episode of Vultures
0: This program is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee.